What are you looking at? Strike a pose, Vogue. Uh, let your body move to the groove. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie, this time on Netflix in their top 10 list, and then we review it. Still in person, still in Matt's Xterra. We let you know how we feel about this movie and our rating and whether or not maybe you should take the chance on it. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to another Netflix review. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing a movie called The Woman in the Window. The Woman in the Window. Yes. And uh, interesting, interesting little film with a few different twists and turns. One of those twisty turns. Twisty turns. I think this was also a film that was supposed to come out in theaters, and I think Netflix bought the rights to it. Okay. To distribute it. That could be possible for sure. Because we definitely, before COVID, we definitely saw trailers for this movie. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. Netflix picked it up. And they were like, we're going to have this on our network instead of in theaters, and you guys will deal with it. And, and we did. did. We watched it. So. Yeah. So you got a few people in the cast here. The main, the main star, the main, yeah, the woman that's in the window, if you will. Yes. Well, is she the woman that's in the? Window? I guess that's fair. It could be two people. It could be. I took it to be her, but it's yeah. open to interpretation. Well, um, Amy Adams is the lead in this. She plays a, a child psychologist who is separated from her family. Um, and, uh, she, well, I won't get into the plot yet, but you've also got Gary Oldman in this movie, Julian Moore, and Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, and that was it for me, for people that I recognized and, uh, thought about. Oh no, uh, um, Mackie's in it. Anthony yes, Mackie's, Anthony in, Mackie's it. in it. And I don't know that person. Who's that? Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Son of Kirk Russell. Oh, okay. And the he was the new Captain America in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's one other person I recognize that I'm searching through. The, the psychiatrist that that Amy Adams had look familiar to me, but I don't actually see his credit anywhere through here. So we'll just skip that. Yeah. I thought the same thing. He did look familiar, but I like, don't... I don't think he's like super famous, but I definitely yeah. re recognized him from something. Right. So, okay. So there's your, there's your cast. There's your, key, your stars. Your key players. Your key players. Um, what is this movie about? Well, Amy Adams, character, Anna Fox, um, is kind of housebound. She's agoraphobic. She can't go outside. Um, she is separated from her family, but she talks to them a lot and um, on the phone. And she lives in an, kind of a, an apartment and she watches her neighborhood a lot. So she watches things that are, she's got like another building across the way and she can kind of see into windows and she spends some time doing that and, like, learning what goes on in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And then a family moves in. Oh, excuse me. Man. A little yawny. This movie must not have impressed you. <laughs> You're yawning through it. 
Um, a family moves in across the street, which that's where you run into your, it's the Russell family, and you run into to Gary Oldman and Julianne Moore, um, and they've got a, a kid, too, named Ethan. So you've got All-A-Star Jane and Ethan Russell. Um, and so Anna Fox is kind of watching this, this crew and she has some, some kind of strange interactions with them. Like the son comes over and talks to her and brings her like a gift from, uh, his mother and stuff like that. And there's kind of some, you, you don't, you don't quite know what's going on. And then she starts to believe that there's some kind of abuse happening, like the son is being abused, and so she's kind of nervously watching this this crew across the street. Um, and then uh, she ends up having like this night of talking and drinking with the mother, uh, and uh, what what happens after that is kind of like. She thinks she sees that woman get killed across the street. Um, so it's kind of like a, a rear window type of situation, very much a callback to the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yeah, and whatever the Shia LaBeouf remake of that was, it definitely wasn't called Rear Window, but Rear Window 2. Yeah, maybe. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, or really any other movie about the same premise, <laughs> we right. don't have to isolate those two, right? But I think the original, the yes. original movie was yes. Rear Window. Um, so, uh, so Amy Adams is is or Anna Fox, Amy Adams's character, is is calling the police, and she's like, "What's going on?" And the police come, and they're talking to her, and then, um, you know. Then, strangely, the Russell family is over in her apartment, and they're like, "You didn't, you didn't see my wife get killed. Here's my wife. She's right here." And it's not the person that uh, she saw get killed, and believed was the wife of Alistair Russell. Um, so the woman that she saw get killed was played by Jennifer Jason Lee. Julian Moore comes over with, you know, a different face, obviously, and. Uh, Amy Adams is doubting her her sanity, and everyone's doubting her sanity because she's agoraphobic and she's on some meds that uh, make her potentially hallucinate. So, so that all goes down, and she's doubting herself and wondering what's going on. Um, and then, you know, some more stuff happens, some weird stuff. She gets an email of like her sleeping in her own bed she gets a picture of her yeah. <laughs> email she gets an email that is a picture of yeah. her sleeping in her own bed at like 2 a.m so like someone's been in her house and um so these type of things keep happening there's something clearly wrong but you don't know whether or not it's really happening or it's something about medication or disability or something like that um, and by the end of the movie, you finally understand what's happened, but I won't reveal what happens. Yeah. So, so there you have it. It's a twisty turny one. It's a twisty turny. 
There's the setup. There's the plot. There's the players. Todd, what do you think? Go. So this movie, um, my my biggest problem with this movie, and it's it's honestly any movie that has to do about, I don't know how to toe the line here. Uh, any movie, I, honestly, I compare this movie to Silver Linings Playbook, like how everyone loved that movie, stuff like that, when it's just these people who have mental illnesses and not this not that this movie is supposed to be like actually like played out in real life or anything like that but i have a hard time with movies where the white people have a severe and mental illness but also can get by super easily because some reason in these movies money's not a factor like which is so apparent in this one like she's got <clears throat> these this really debilitating thing where she cannot leave the house she's not working she's got a renter who rents the basement but then that's it and she's a somehow a rich white lady who it's never an issue like she buys whatever she wants she drinks all the time like goes through wine bottles every day and like nothing is an issue about finances and stuff like that and to me that that's such a big thing that takes me out of movies like this like I know it's not the point of the movie but it's like when you're supposed to like be invited into someone's life and like you're kind of learning all the deep dark secrets and stuff like that how they function on a daily basis is somewhat important to me like maybe a lot of people can overlook it but that stuff's like i'm like it it really takes me out of the movie that was like the biggest thing i was like oh you know like here's another movie about white people who have severe mental illnesses but somehow they can just skirt by like and it's not an issue that you know, funds are unlimited or whatever. So that's the biggest problem I have in this movie. The other kind of, it's not the biggest problem, but I don't know. Other, other thoughts that I have about this movie is that I just found myself not caring. Like, and I don't know if it's because of my biggest issue or maybe it just wasn't hitting home with me. Like, you know, you're supposed to have this suspenseful movie and, 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 uh, suspense thriller kind of thing. And like I've said before for suspense thrillers, if it's not a tight movie, like then it's like hard for me to really get into it's got to be tight it's got to be neat there's like there are times where you should be questioning but there are times where you should know what's happening and I felt like it was a little all over the place it also didn't know what kind of movie it wanted to be it's like a mystery it's a thriller at times it's a slasher it's like there's so many things happening it just changed gears so much and it was just not the best experience um and there's some good performance in this performances in this movie. Like I think Gary Oldman is a fantastic actor and he kind of hits it out of the park with almost anything he does, even though he had a pretty small part. He doesn't have many scenes in this movie, but it's weird. It's like every time he's in the movie, he dominates this, like the scene. Um, Amy Adams is pretty good. Like I'm not the biggest fan of hers, but I thought for what was being called for her to do, it's a little, you know, she did, she did fine. Um, everyone else in the movie does fine. Like, I don't feel like anyone really brought their super A game and I wasn't blown away. Um, but it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm being pretty un unfair to this movie. I just couldn't get into it and it wasn't, it wasn't super for me. Like, um, 
But, I mean, some of the twisty turns were, were surprising. Some of them were not. Like, I would say the biggest twisty turn... Well, there's, like, two super big twisty turns. One I kind of saw coming, and then one I really didn't. But, um, so, it, you know, it, it delivered, I think, in that area of, like, twist of, like, <gasps> ooh, like, um... But it's, like, without being able to talk about the ending, it's really hard for me to discuss, like, really the other problem I have with this movie mm-hmm. of, like, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it, I don't think it's a spoiler, but mental, mental illnesses magically going away have, like, I have such a huge problem with that as a person who has mental illnesses. When movies portray that if something can happen or you do a certain thing and it magically goes away, I'm like... Oh, screw you. Like, <laughs> is how I feel. So, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. If you love suspense movies and you love Amy Adams and, and you're a super fan of Rear Window and any other movie that kind of follows that, like, oh, I saw something from my window. You know, I'm trying to report it, but no one believes me. Then sure. Go see this movie. It's on Netflix. It's really not even like, I mean, it's really like PG-13. I feel like 13 like kid above can probably watch this movie and it's not the biggest issue. Um, but it just didn't hit home with me. Like, and, and I felt myself just having a hard time caring and being in the movie and all the things that I've already said. So not the biggest hit with me, but if, if movies like this are up your alley, you know, there's no big reason to me why, why I wouldn't say go see this movie personally. It just didn't hit, but maybe it, you know, will hit with, other people so i don't really have a good reason to say don't see this movie besides a personal not liking of it or not really feeling it so i guess that means go see this movie yeah. asterisk i wasn't the biggest fan <laughs> so right. that's where i'm at matt how'd you feel about this old crazy kooky movie twisty turny <clears throat> twisty turny well um what Something I was going to bring up, which was your number one problem, is a problem for me as well, in that uh, we have some issues with a movie about mental illness, and, like, I'm fine with you having a movie about mental illness, but it needs to be somewhat realistic, and you mentioned some flaws with it, and it shouldn't be... For most movies, it shouldn't be the star of the show. The star of the show should not be, this person has mental illness, and so the plot unfolds. Yeah. Which I felt like this movie failed at that. They they did do that. Yeah. They said, Amy Adams, you've got mental illness in this movie, and that's going to be why uh, the plot, that's going to be a plot device for us. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Um. I think about, um, and I, there are good ways to do it. Like a movie we just saw here today yeah. deals with dementia, and I felt like they handled it fine. Like right. there, it wasn't it wasn't the same. Now they didn't use it as a plot device. It was part of the story, um, but it wasn't like used to further the plot necessarily, like happens in this movie. But anyway, I digress. Um, I will say that the movie, it kept me interested. I wanted to find out what happened. 
I was somewhat surprised by both the turns at the end. Um, but, but, but to me, the story is, is somewhat muddled. Yeah. Somewhat jumbled. Like you say, they can't really decide what, they couldn't really decide what type of movie they were making. Um, and in the end that, I think the story suffers for that. Yeah. Uh, the acting was pretty good. You mentioned, I, I think all the, all the kind of stars did pretty well in their roles. Um, and I, I guess overall, I would say I felt like this was a very average, uh, movie of its, of its genre. Sure. Um, you know, the 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 murder mystery no one believes me type movie yeah this is that but it's not a great version, version of it of that. it's not terrible but anyway i would say i would say don't watch it oh but um but it's like right on that line You're like if you have nothing else to do if you want to watch yeah. a movie okay you yeah. can watch this but just know it's it's yeah. nothing special. It's, it's hard just, to it's hard average. to say completely skip a Netflix movie yeah. unless you don't have Netflix. And I'm like, okay, skip that. There's no right. there's no reason to go out of your way to get Netflix or borrow someone's password <laughs> to get it. If you already have Netflix and you're gonna watch a movie and like this is up your alley, then yeah, go it's for hard it. for me to say don't watch this movie. Right. <laughs> but I would say if you're looking for a great movie, find something better. Yeah. That's well, fair. Listen to our podcast, and there's some yeah. there's some good ones in there you can find on Netflix. Absolutely, yeah. I so. I will say you talking it, it pointed out. I, I can tell you one of the main points that happened in this movie where I fell out of it. Like mm. I'm like interested, and then this happened, and I fell out. Of it. And it's not at all a a surprise, and it happens very early in the film where you're you're following this thing, Amy Adams child psychologist knows the in and ins and outs of medication and what they do, how you should be taking them, all the side effects, all the risks and stuff like that. And she drinks all the time on medications that you shouldn't be drinking. And, and I think there's right. an underlying reason why she's doing that, but right. there is a point where someone points out to her, these are not, you're on meds that you shouldn't be drinking. And and her response is, oh, well, they all say that. Like, that's her legit response right. to it. And I was like, that could have been an in-depth conversation. Or it could have been a point where she was like, I know that. And I know it's horrible, but I can't stop drinking. It could have been, like, something more. But it was so toss away that I was like, all right, well, you just lost me a little bit there. <laughs> like, yeah. So, mm, anyway. Um. Okay. What's the name of the thing that when you're gardening that has the three prongs on it when you're like digging through the dirt? Do you uh, know the name? I don't of that know thing? a claw or yeah. a, a weed claw a weed, or something like know. that. I don't. I'm that's not what a I'm gonna. That, that's the rating system. Whatever okay. that's called, we're just gonna call it a weed claw. Okay. How many? And it does majorly come into play at some point. It does. <laughs> How many weed claws would you give this movie? Uh, obviously five being the best right? Uh, because you can get the most gardening done. That's but right. But zero being the worst because how can you garden without a weed claw? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a weed claw that at a certain point in this movie is used as a weapon and uh, 
does puncture flesh. So yeah. Um, Ed, if you're listening to this, there's some head trauma involving it, a, yes. weed, a weed yeah. claw. In fact, yeah. Um, uh, it really is out of nowhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> even, there is no setup to it. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm gonna say what I said before, which is this is a very average uh, entry into the genre. Um, so I'm gonna go right down the line and say 2.5 weed claws out of five. Yeah. Uh, that's if you're counting uh, the the individual prongs, that would be. Uh, eight or seven and a half prongs <laughs> at three weed claw prongs per um, nice per rating. <laughs> you really took it to the next level there. Yes. So that's where I'm at. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I think I would be right there with you if it wasn't like uh, of just like right down the road, whatever, watch this movie, don't watch this movie, I don't really care. Like, I'd be right there with you. Right. <clears throat> just a, like, but as a movie, I think it's down the road, but I'm, if I'm giving my personal reaction to it, which definitely plays in the which part you of, are. of the rating here, yes. I'm, that's going to sink it to about, I think I'm going to land on a two. Okay. Just, for all the reasons I've already specified that I won't go into again, because I'm sure no one wants to hear it again. That I'm dropping it to a two. It was pretty disappointing. I wasn't really looking forward to this movie anyway, even from the trailers that mm-hmm. we watched. I was mm-hmm. like, eh, I hope this doesn't fall on us, but <laughs> it did. It so, did. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, that's going to mean our average rating for The Woman at the Window. Uh, uh, the Woman in the Window. The Woman in the Window, excuse me. Jeez. Got my... Got my object participle phraseology of English grammarification wrong. Well, get it right, because yeah. we're professionals here. The woman in the window. As okay. we both sweat in your car again. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we, we're going to come up with an average rating of, of 2.25, two and a quarter uh, uh, weed claws used for gardening or facial attacks. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's not that's not great. Uh, you can watch this movie if you want to. Yeah, it's not it's not in the bad area. Yeah, but it's a little farther than good than you would probably want it to be. Yeah, it's 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 below the midpoint. Yeah, of our rating system. Mm. So, so that's that. And uh, thank you, all listeners, for listening to our podcast. We'll continue to make these, and you continue to download and listen to them. And that's how the system works. So we'll see you next time. Da 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 da.